on today's Sherpa Review. We discussed some domains recently bought or sold, guess on prices, have a lot of fun, discussed domains at Namejet as well. But in particular, we have three very active, creative serial entrepreneurs who come together and discuss new developments in technology, new startups that they had started right before um, the COVID-19 crisis and how they're seeing the market-shaped, um, very exciting new ventures in uh, the domain space. And um, uh, it's two hours long. They just, it's fascinating beginning to end. Enjoy the show. Hey, Sherpa Network. Thanks for joining us. We are already in a quite the feisty mood for a great Sherpa review panel. Um, delighted to have the three of you with me today. Um, I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com. Uh, today, we're going to get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We'll do our three segments to the review, but we're still fooling around with those that third section. Um, we'll start out off learning what the Sherpas recently bought or sold. Next, we'll discuss some domains going to auction soon at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. And finally, we're going to talk, uh, these guys have some crazy things going on. Sounds like a lot of um, new business and new developments in this particular climate. And I think um, I don't want to say too much. Uh, so let's do this. Uh, Mike Carson, uh, founder of Park.io. What's going on, Mike? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on the show. Things are going good. Yeah, no fa funky family portrait background today. We kind of missed that. <laughs> no, I got to get a new one because yeah, I have I have a new I have a daughter now, and uh, my son's grown up, so we got to get a new new family portrait. Oh well, congrats. I'm feeling the cuckoo clock though. <laughs> What's that? I'm feeling the cuckoo clock or, or the grandfather <laughs> clock. Yeah. Yeah, is it gonna go off during the show? No, it's off. It's off. I want to see like birds coming out and all that. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Mark Levine of DomainTheory.com. How you doing, Mark? That's awesome. It seems like our little dinner at Namescom was like 10 years ago. I know, um, it was forever, but it was not a little dinner. Uh, that yeah, was no. a spectacular meal. Uh, Drew. You know, I should got to talk about Drew's, the one at Drew's house. I'll, you know, that was like, <laughs> yeah, that you was were, like my you were number highlight. one fan. Yes, I was the number one fan. It was one of the highlights. And I take that, I, I really take that to heart because I know that you are quite the sushi critic. So oh, uh, it, was, it was amazing. Let's, okay, wait, everybody listening doesn't know what you're talking about and we just mixed two names cons together. So in January, the names con in Austin, Texas, Mark and I had a spectacular foodie dinner. Um, and then in... Uh, last summer in Portugal, Drew hosted at, at the Namescon there. Uh, well, I don't know, dirt before the Namescon there. Um, Drew hosted a private party in his home with, I mean, that sushi was like five minutes ago in the ocean. What, give me, give me like a quick something. No, well, we, our, our uh, sushi chef was, um, 
he, he's a spear fisherman. So like literally he, he caught a, not all of it, but a lot of that fish he, he caught himself. And then, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, served it up right there on the spot, fresh. It was great. I mean, he does, he does an amazing job. He, he's, he's really, he's outstanding. And uh, I think he had like, literally, it was the most bluefin Toro I've ever seen in my life. He came with like a giant, you know, those tubs full of just loins of bluefin Toro, fatty belly, blowtorch. Oh, it was good. Yeah, I mean, you rarely get the opportunity for all you can eat sushi. That is actually the best sushi you could ever have in the world. Those two, <laughs> things, those two things don't, you know, don't happen. Yeah, and there was like enough sushi to do that party like three times. And I was worried. I was like, I don't know if we're going to have enough. And then it turned out to be like three times too much. Anyways. Uh, who are you? Uh, Andrew Rosner, CEO of- Good old days when people came together. <laughs> yeah, remember when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like my grandfather, like, oh, you got you, you, you know, you kiddos, you don't remember the days. We used to walk to work, you know, we used to walk to school with hot potatoes in our pockets. Clearly, your kids aren't as old as mine because I literally say that stuff to my kids all the time, like explaining how you used to have to like write down directions they like what yeah. a map is i mean you feel really old really fast uh, so andrew rosner ceo of mediaoptions.com i literally gave mike and mark homework uh if they hadn't read your dn journal article um uh, uh i think they have now uh you had some really interesting things to say uh any comments before we get started uh not really. I mean, um, I, I, you know, I think um, uh, it was timely because Ron reached out to me really at a moment when I was thinking about all this stuff and trying to make sense of it in my own head. So um, he got the benefit of me uh, expunging all my thoughts onto onto an email to him, but. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely would encourage anybody to get, read the thoughts from everybody. There was a lot of great thoughts. I, I, I guess my, my summary or takeaway from Ron Jackson's entire article, not, not necessarily just my thoughts, was that I think it was unbelievably, like, like freakishly interesting um, that I believe there was like at least three, maybe even four folks who had caught, you know, I think there was like 12 brokers who contributed to the article. And I think three or even four of them, including myself, all said nearly the same thing, but, but with so much specificity, uh, specificity uh, in the sense that literally everybody said first week of May was like best sales ever, right? Or best sales of the year. And um, which is what we experienced and, 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 and it was clear Sato, I believe said the same thing. And then um, I, I don't remember who else, but there, but there was at least three and maybe one more who all said that it was early May was just uh, an explosion of sales. Um, and so I thought that was very interesting that, that really everybody just kind of had pretty similar observations um, and sort of, you know, a relatively similar outlook. Now, I am by nature exceptionally contrarian. 
to to almost to a fail because I, I sometimes become contrarian to my own contrarian views and then I forget which part was mainstream and which became contrarian. I think this is where the cuckoo so clock should go off. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, you know, so, so my point here is that like when everybody has a sort of similar consensus view, it kind of sets off alarm bells for me and I go, oh shit, it's probably the opposite that's going to happen. Um, but I can't say that I've ever seen that. Like, like other than like in 2015 when things were just popping off, like it was just like you literally, literally you just made up domains and then they sold for real money. Um, uh, meaning like, you know, sixnumber.com, sevennumber.com. You know, it was just like make up hand-wrenched domains. And then like weeks later, they're worth hundreds of dollars. I, that was a phenomenon. But other than that time period, I don't think I've ever seen such a unanimous consensus in the industry for um, what's happening now and what they see going forward. So uh, that is both comforting and alarming. Uh, and I haven't decided which camp I fall into yet. Something to be uh, curious and uh, maybe dig a little deeper about. Interesting. Mm -hmm. All right, Sherpas, thanks for being here. I know, I know you had packed schedules today. Um, but very grateful that you're here. Uh, let's do this. So, um, Mark, you sounded super excited about some things you've had going on with your domain portfolio. Uh, what's a domain you've recently bought or sold? I recently sold SupDoc, S-U-P-D-O-C.com. Like the Bugs Sup Bunny. Doc. SupDoc. Oh, okay. SupDoc. Oh. Can anybody oh. do the imitation, the voice? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I think Are Mark you? can. I, I see Mark. Mark can do it. He just I honestly of, cannot. I feel like it's SupDoc, but I know that's not correct. Because I feel like maybe <laughs> Bugs Bunny says it. I mean, I'm not even sure if it's Bugs Bunny or Elmer Fudd. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. But, you know, I, you know, I... I spent a couple dollars on that name. It wasn't, you know, my usual closeout stuff. Um, I have so many questions about this. Uh, but first, uh, so you sold it. Uh, I sold it. Drew it was an amazing day to go into this weekend. I mean, usually when I sell a name, I always take myself out for a really expensive dinner. You know, that now kind of sucks. But now <laughs> I, I take, I get really expensive takeout to make up for it. So I did that, but it was just a great way to go into the weekend. And you know, it was a, well, I won't say anything until you guys guess what, it, anything about it. Okay. Guess what it sold for. I was guessing. Suck God. You open your mouth. I'll go first. Uh, I'm gonna go with 18 grand. Is that based on his dinner? Or based on- Well, what it, it's based on that he normally sells domains for like three to five grand. But God, are you living in my head? Yeah. But there's yeah. like, but there's like a lot of like it's, there's feelings around this one. He, he's excited about this one. This isn't like <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm I going am, bigger. But, you know, this show is the. Point. I might be going too big, but yeah. All right, I'll. <laughs> no, no, don't get Mike's got a guess still. Yeah, I mean, I was for at first. Yeah, I was thinking similar things, like, um, you know what what just based on what i know about mark what what he 
tries to buy for and sell for. But yeah, that's a, I like that name and I could see like, uh, you know, some use cases for that and the companies that might be interested. But at first I was thinking 10K, but then I was like, well, maybe 15K, but then Drew said 18K. I don't know. I'll go with, I'll go with 15K. All right. Mike Carson, trust your gut. I, Drew, thank you for, I was a level of excited that would have indicated 18 grand, but I sold it for 9,800, but I bought it 18 months ago for 790 at mm -hmm. GoDaddy auctions. And I actually, you know, sometimes if I get inquiries on, like this is one I would have repriced, but I price them and I don't usually go back. But for me, it was a total, I thought telemedicine. I thought yeah. some kind of, you know, catchy telemedicine, you know, you don't, can you I know, stop you, you for a second? Yeah. You thought telemedicine back when you bought it 18 months ago? Or yes. You bought, thought telemedicine be, and, and because of cri the crisis and then went back and repriced? I was about, uh, like I had just, um, every, every couple of days I go through and look at my analytics from FD and from Dan and I saw that it was getting some views. And so, you know, what, you know, I have about 2,800 names, 2,700 names now. So it's, it's hard to remember, you know, yeah. what's in there. But then I was like, God, you know, with everything going on, I should go back and reprice this. And then, you know, I kind of moved on to something else. And the next day I got the fast transfer after Nick and it was gone. But that, it was a great name. I loved it. And, but in here in Minneapolis, we have a, we had a thing. I don't even know if it's around anymore, but it was called VirtuWell where it was the same thing. You call in, you have the medicine, the, the visit with the doctor, all the insurance mm -hmm. companies had been promoting that for a long time as a, as a way to, you know, do a remote visit if you just have a cold, whatever. So that's what made mm -hmm. me think of it. And I thought the whole Bugs Bunny kind of thing had some fun play on it. Um, I would have repriced it at around 15, but you know, I, I'm, I bought it for 790 and sold it for 9800 and even without the even with the commission out I'm I it's a nice 10x it's return. A 10 yeah, I mean I am never going to think about it again after the show other than you know tell my random friends who don't know anything about domains. Yeah. Um, but I, you know I'm happy it's a, you know it's great and it really helped for me you know push my month really pretty good. I mean, I'm, I could even, I could eclipse my best one ever, which was January of 2019. January um, 2019. That was also so my best ever. A very good month. That was also a very good really month. strong. Yeah. I mean, it was like crazy. They were going one after another. Um, this month, this year was better though. January 2020 was for you. Yeah. That was our best month in the history of the company. For me, January was fair. February was fair. March, I thought I'll never sell another name again, and I'm terrible <laughs> at picking names, and I should stop and never think about it again. April was pretty good, and now yeah. May, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I am good at this. You know, now, I'm, you know, when you yeah. sell a name like that, you're right back in the auction, yeah. buying whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And that's really significant, Mark, too, because, you know, what Drew was talking about earlier of all the uh, brokers on DM Journal, but those are in the, really the, you know, most premium top 2% of domain names out there. And you're working with a different group of 
domains and you're seeing sounds like kind of the same thing. Yes, I'm in the two to, you know, six, seven range that like that. And most, a lot of guys who I'm pretty good friends with who have large portfolios are, they're doing that, but on mass, you know, mass quantities, they're reporting the same kind of things. They're, all their March, they took a hit 20, 30% down, but April came right back. And, you know, I think they're all doing, you know, quite well. And I felt like I was the one lagging behind, but. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I have two questions about SubDuck. Yeah. Um, on the one hand, um, is there a trademark issue? Like I know none uh, of them are lawyers, but that's gotta be, a, cause people listening are trying to decide what they're gonna invest on. Um, so let's touch on that for a second. And then also uh, where do you draw the line between like, telemedicine is serious and SUPDOC is silly. How do you gauge that? And, and what would you recommend to newer investors who are like, oh, I'm gonna go buy 20 comedic medicine names? So can I, can I intervene for one second though? It, this is a all question right. to all three of you. All right, who's gonna go so, first? Clearly Drew. All right. I didn't even actually think about telemedicine until you said telemedicine. When you said SUPDOC, first I thought the you know, Bugs Bunny. And then I actually thought about um, uh, the SUPS, you know, SUP, like a, like a uh, stand up paddleboard. That was, I also thought that. So that's what I was, I was like, oh, so, you know, stand up paddleboard repair company or something. Like that, that's what came to my mind. Before, I thought about um, eating and like a nutritionist, uh, a food doctor advisor or something. Um, I think you just answered the trademark question because I, I don't know um, a lot. There is an IO that is you that is doing it for telemedicine. They they're actually from Minnesota, I think, but, and they tried to buy it earlier. I really don't think it's them. They, I think if you're doing a telemedicine and you don't have an about us on your site, you're, you got a problem. You, you, you're, you're probably, I think they, no, obviously, you know, they could have got funding. You know, a lot of things could be happening now. Um, but I think uh, there answer is July, July, to the, July 2019, there's a Medic LLC. Yes, from Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, but I owned it in October of 18. So, you know, I that didn't bother that. I had no trademark. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, you're, 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 hey, look, you're pretty clear at this point. But uh, I, you know, if they spent the money to get a trademark, maybe it is them. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know, it's a great name. I hope it is them, and I hope they put it. I, I love to see my names put to good use. I, I think that is it makes me feel great when I know that happens, and I'm yeah. happy, and they're happy, and you know, that's really what it should be about. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think. But that I do think that answers your really. question. The first, you know, we all thought different things, so you know, yes. The, if you did it and probably put up a page with Warner Brothers cartoons, you'd have an issue, even though I don't think they even have a trademark, but I, I think you'd still have an issue. But if you do it for something else, you know, it's, I think it'd be a harder case for them to press and win. Yeah. So I, it did not worry me because I could think of a couple uses and, um, if I was ever worried, I would not even spend $800 to buy it. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, what did you get for dinner? I got 
we do have one, we have some, several uh, great sushi restaurants here actually. And the best one in town, which is about 45 minutes from my house, which is, it's like a day trip. You know, I don't want to go that far. But now they opened up in St. Paul, which is only like a 15 minute ride. And obviously now there's no traffic, so I don't mind driving. So I went there, I mean, got some eel sashimi, salmon sashimi that's maybe like this big. Um, <laughs> some, just some great rolls. The sushi rice is amazing. I mean, it's, it's the best place in, in the Twin Cities that you can get sushi and they now happen to be closer to my house. And I've been there three times since. I mean, I'm still, I'm still celebrating this, this one. Good for you. You, yeah. yeah. Especially if you can't go out to a restaurant, you should extra celebrate. Congratulations. Yeah, uh, thanks. I appreciate it. Ah, uh, who's next? Uh, Mike, what'd you buy or sell lately? Okay, I sold Slim.ai. Oh, changing it up with a .ai. Slim, Slim yeah. Shade. All right. Uh, Mark, you want to go or you want to go? I've had a few AI sales in the last few years, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say 8,500. I have never had an AI sale. Uh, I think I only own one, maybe two. I wouldn't, they're probably, you're a registrar, I don't even know where I would own it. Cass, where would we own it? 101 domains. We would own dot AIs oh. at, um, at, at park.org, I would think. At, but. at this guy's registrar. Um, so, uh, uh, I don't know, I'm slim.ai, I mean, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna say five grand. Uh, I'm gonna say 10, I'm gonna say 10. I'm gonna go over Mark's head. Uh, because you always just come up with these freaking, it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, a guy came in and sold for half a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, I don't really know what it's worth. But, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say 10 and you're probably gonna be like, yeah, it's 50 or something. Okay, so you guys ready? I, no, it, it's not, yeah, you guys are, close uh it was 7500 sold for oh. 7500 so congrats nice yeah i i asked, I asked 10k and they were like 5k and then we met in the middle i mean you know it's one of those things i probably you know you could, yeah i know i probably could have that's in the middle that's lazy that's just lazy i know it probably is like but what i mean what it, i don't know I, I maybe I should have asked more. That's where I should have started. I started like twenty k. I want twenty k, and then met them close. Like, but whatever. Why did you but, start at ten? Uh well, I bought it for two hundred and seventy dollars like a year ago. I bought it for a year ago for two hundred seventy dollars. So I mean, that's probably why. <laughs> ten, ten, ten seems like a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And you don't want to scare them off and you know they have other options with dot ai well. yeah yeah and maybe you know like the times like the coronavirus thing and stuff like that uh was but, that this month in may uh, i think it was yeah it might have been this month or end of last month okay but um yeah i got it on auction.whois.ai so the dot ai registry um auctions off their expired domains and they actually license p 
Park.io software for that. So they use. Yeah, except that there's no way to like search on their platform and there's a way to search on yours. There's a, uh, yeah, maybe. Well, the, <laughs> the way I was they messing around with that on Friday and I was like, I can't search. This is horrible. I have to go page by page through worthless domains to try yeah. and find a needle in the haystack. And then I was like, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> well, you know, they, the, they do it differently. What, what they do is they auction every name. So every yeah. name that expires, they just, it goes to an auction. So you don't like order it or anything like that. Everything's in a 10 day auction. So yeah, it's a little different, but yeah, search function would probably be nice. Cause there are, yeah, there are a lot of, a lot of names. Garbage like is just, yeah. <laughs> but do you yeah, have a system for how you go on there and make decisions? Uh, I mean, I look through every name and just, you know, just put, add them to my watch list for the ones that look good. I mean, another system that you can do is go on there when the auctions end Monday, you know, and look at all the ones that have bids <laughs> because those will be the good ones. I mean, that's what I would, that's another stretch. That's probably. So all probably the auctions end on Mondays. What time do you know? Uh, yes. Yeah, so they go once a month, the last, I think they start the last Friday of every month and then they go to the, the first or second Monday, the second Monday of every month the dates are on there if you if you see them but so yeah so next monday the auctions are going to end so yeah i would go on there yeah. before noon and in gila time and uh just uh look at all the ones that have bids and then bid there but but yeah they've been going. Sucks you have to like pre-fund your account yeah yeah because they've had some problems with not payment not payments and stuff but uh yeah but yeah, like think.ai sold last. But if you're the registrar, uh, the registry, they, I've never understood that. It's like, who cares about chargebacks if you're the registry? You just take the name back. <laughs> yeah, but I guess, you know, the, the you know what I mean? Like you have full control. It's like, it's like, well, the it, auction system is thing. Then the auction system loses integrity. You know, it's like, is that name really, you know, it's like if, if a lot of yeah. names don't sell, I think they want, you know, they want to make sure that the names are actually, some people are actually paying and stuff. Mike, you know, you? I can tell you though, I'd almost, I bet the farm that it's the wrong line of thinking that preventing people like me, like, I'm like, you know what? I still want to bother. Like, first of all, like you're forgetting Wheela and I don't know who the hell you are. And like your software sucks. No offense to Park.io, it's just, it's not a, it's not a full impl implementation of the park.io software. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> played, I played with it for hours. It's not. So, like, I, like, I don't know. Like, just take my goddamn credit card because if you don't, I'm not going to bid. And if I'm not going to bid, I'm not the only one. So, you're definitely losing a ton of business. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, and again, I'm not criticizing you. This isn't your business. I'm just saying the, the, the real approach is like, like you, I have a credit card on file and I bid and I win and it gets charged and I pay. Um, but they doesn't make any sense. As the registry, you don't have to worry about chargebacks, period. End of story. Like, it's just a crazy thing. And the fact that, like, I get what you're saying about, like, consistency with the auctions and fear about fraud. I totally understand that. You know, I mean, GoDaddy still has that problem. However, um, I actually, despite popular belief, I think GoDaddy's made the right decision because I think tightening it down just makes, it just disrupts the market. It makes it not, uh, 
it, it disrupts price discovery. Um, yeah, it makes it, it yeah it makes it harder to get in. But I mean that yeah. okay, so that's good for investors though, because if you get in, if you can jump through the hoops, then you can get the names for less. You know, you like because there's so many hoops. That's why, like yeah, mm -hmm. that's why I think it's a good system to for domain investors to buy .ai domains because you could you know if you figure it out and jump through you know the hoops, it's a little harder. Yeah, it's a little harder. But then this is this is my argument for Bitcoin to people too is that everybody's like, oh, but it's so late. And I'm like. You know how hard it is to actually like buy Bitcoin? Like if you don't, if you don't own a bit, you don't, you don't have a Coinbase account yet. Like let's just say you're like, just heard about Bitcoin today and you're like, you know, all right, fine. I, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to go buy some Bitcoin. Like it is a royal pain in the butt to try and buy Bitcoin. Like unless you like know somebody that owns it and is like, here, I'm going to give you cash. I'm going to give you Bitcoin. But like to go through the process, through the systems, to get an account, KYC, the payment process, like to, to learn, just to learn alone. Like the on-ramp is so riddled with hurdles that like that is clearly priced in. And so that's why to me, it's like so yeah. obvious that it's such an early market, but um, same concept as what you're saying, that it, it, those, yeah. those pain points create opportunities for people willing to suffer pain. Well, another, I mean, what's along the same lines that you're talking about is like, yeah, technology moves fast and people are like, oh, it's too late for that. But like, look at domain, look at me and Mark, okay? We got into domains so late, like way after, like people like, you know, like 25 years, like 30 years. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I know. And it's like, it's, it's not too late even then. So like, think about no. Bitcoin in 20 years, it still won't be too, too late probably. Like, there's still gonna be business no. opportunities and stuff. So things move fast, but they move slow at the same time. Profound yeah. today. <laughs> um, all right, Drew, what'd you buy or sell lately? Um, all right, I'm gonna do a buy and a sell because uh, because I never talk about sales. But this one really, I was like, whoa, came out of nowhere. Uh, all right, uh, I bought, talk about the buy first. I bought, um, what did I buy? I bought mangrove.com. Mangrove.com, like the, what made you, oh, sorry, I can't ask questions yet. All right, guys, what do you think he bought it for? Mark can go for it. I, I mean, well, I mean, it's like, okay, I know Drew, he's paid way more than I would pay for a name. And it's probably really, I'm going to say you bought it for 15 grand. What is mangrove? <laughs> I'm gonna make okay, that you can have. Drew, give him a quickie on what a mangrove is. Okay. Uh, I also don't know. It, oh, you it's, can a, it's, an, it's an ecosystem. It's several things. So, so the mangrove is actually a type of shrub or even tree, I think, but it grows in wetland. It grows like really where, usually on the beach, like where the ocean, saltwater environments, where the ocean meets the land. And the mangrove creates, uh, because it's this crazy, it's almost like vines, the way it grows. And, um, uh, it creates an ecosystem. So it's like, you know, where crocodiles live, where tons of different species of fish, 
where you know virtually every animal comes to like lays eggs because it's sort of a protected environment. It's, so mangroves are also the most important um, uh, thing for erosion, for preventing erosion. Um, so usually where erosion happens is where people come in and dig up mangrove to clear a beach uh, so they can build real estate or do whatever. And then piece by piece, you start getting erosion. So mangrove is, um, yeah, first and foremost, it, it is a tree or a plant. Uh, Shane could tell us one way or the other. And, uh, and then secondly, it's a, it's an ecosystem. So it's green, it's uh, eco-friendly and it's, I hear like community network togetherness, not just an individual thing. Uh, Mark, do you want to change your price? Uh, hang on. I want to just look at one thing while Mike is just. Okay. I am texting Shane to ask him. What is this question? Uh, no, I, I'm, a what or a what? I am going a, a to. A plant or a tree? Or a shrub? Okay. Actually. Shrub is separate from that. Uh, I think I have to change my price. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, well, I do know Drew buys stuff good and sometimes the people who he buys from doesn't, don't know the value. I'm gonna, can I change it? Absolutely, you didn't know what a mangrove is. Well, now that it's explained, I know. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 22.5. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it's a nice brand. I can. It's a positive. Yeah, plant thing and prevents erosion. Hey, that sounds like a. That's a nice. Uh, but yeah, I didn't know what it was. I didn't. So it's not as well known as some other plants or shrubs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think Mark's probably right. I was. I was thinking twenty twenty five. So, yeah, and he got right in the middle there. I'm gonna. <laughs> Drew is good. Yeah, he can find some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say twenty. I'm gonna say twenty. All right. So uh, you're both wrong. Um, <laughs> and I think uh, even before this call, I, I already felt that I overpaid. But I also it just it was one of those names. I just said I. I just I had to have it, and that was the price. There wasn't any. Uh, you know, this was like original registrant in the Netherlands. Been a design agency for a long time. The domain actually has quite a bit of SEO value, um, and uh, they literally just rebranded. And uh, you know, it was opportune. Uh, I definitely wanted to own it at like 25. That was the number I was really shooting for. Um, and it took me a few weeks to get my head around paying 45. Um, but ultimately, I just. Uh, for all the reasons previously mentioned, I, I, I just, I love it. Um, I think it's fits right into the gap that I want to fill in terms of, you know, high-end domain inventory where I see, that, you know, I, I think there will be a lot of demand going forward. Um, and so, and, and, it, and it just has multiple applications uh, in very industries that I think will be uh, benefiting from the new world. So yeah, I overpaid, I think, but I also think that it's a really good brand. 
And that's an important. I also problem. think that it's like could be a play on words. It could be like a really good, um, uh, 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 what do you call that? Um, like men's grooming <laughs> type of site, like mangrove. Like I, I think it'd be a really good, like, you know, I knew the minute you said this domain that we'd be going there. <laughs> I mean, I actually don't think you over, I'm just looking at, I'm on DOFO right now and I'm looking at huh. some of the other extensions that it's being sold. You know, like the .co, they're trying to get 15 grand, the .cn, 17,000. So even though What's those are retail, DOFO.com. I don't know that one, D-O-F-O.com. Yeah, it's a great site. What do you use it for? I use it for, if I'm not really for dot coms, but if I'm buying an AI or an IO or whatever, I want to just see what other extensions the name is taken in. I want to get a snapshot of what people are selling for retail. I mean, I don't take, you know, you're selling the dot XYZ for 3,500. That doesn't make me feel great. Doesn't make me feel either way about the name, but it's just, it's a data point. I just, you yeah. get a snapshot of what people are paying. I mean, what people are asking. And um, okay. so that's what I use it for. Okay. Do I think that's actually a really good point. Like don't necessarily attach, uh, which hits your cart to any one, you know, data point horse, but cumulatively all these things start to paint a pretty clear picture. You know, when Dofo and Estabot and Google and SEMrush and AREPS and you know all these things start pointing you down the road of oh this could be good and Crunchbase and LinkedIn and you know it's like okay you know yeah th this thing's got legs um, but you know don't necessarily make decisions based on any single data point. Good advice. Um... And, and again, you know, even though you paid a little more, you're looking at your larger strategy for your portfolio. And that's mm -hmm. really important for everyone to recognize. You have to identify the strategy for your portfolio. Before which, which, by the way, may or may not be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, yeah. do you have any names that you're like, I'm never selling? Like, you know, there's no price. Or does everyone have uh, a price? <laughs> So never selling because it won't be demand or never selling. No, just because, because you like, it's just like you love it. Like it would be hard to part with it. Every name has a price. Um, there are a few that would be very difficult for me to sell. Drew.com would be very difficult to sell. Uh, I've turned down already some very significant offers. Uh, uh, what's that schmuck? Who's a Canadian little millennial pop boy? Justin, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber. There he is. Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber's got a whole clothing company called Drew. And uh, his domain is like House of Drew or something. And that's not even the brand. The brand isn't House of Drew. The brand is just Drew. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've been approached by them a couple of times and <laughs> I told them where to go. Um, uh, what else? I really love pegasus.com uh pegasus.com uh, it has a price i mean i've, I've quoted it i quote it often uh, but you know probably it's a outlandish you know i i don't, I don't know i i think that domain is worth like a hundred million dollars but i think i just um, i actually 
I actually re- reached out in January about Pegasus. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because for some reason it was listed on SETA, like, I forget, like it was really low or something. Like the, I don't know what it was. Some Maybe like the, be- the beginning opening offer or the something was low. It was a very low price. So I reached out. And I, but then, yeah, you, I guess you responded and you were like, yeah, huge offer. So I, I passed. Um, All right. Uh, what did you recently sell that you want to tell us about? Uh, yeah, very proud of the sale. Uh, nippleclamps.com. <laughs> Is this for real? <laughs> yeah, dead serious. Dead serious. I didn't even, I, this is why I'm so happy about this sale. Uh, it was like a buy it now on Friday. And um, hold on, let me just double check. I'm pretty sure they paid. Hold on. Mark, I just want to loop your response. Is this for real? Is this for real? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I buy names, not, I mean, you know, I have some names that, you know, I would never tell anyone that I own. Um, so I get it and I own, you know, some, you know, not, not at that level, but in the political world, I own some at that level. Um, I own, I mean, I own. Oh yeah, this, this is done, baby. This one cleared, cleared. All wow. right. Tell us so, more. Yeah, I, I mean, literally, there's not much to it. I literally, I didn't even actually know. I didn't even know we own this domain name. Like, literally, I, I mean, we, we own some pretty crazy names that, that you know, uh, I, I, you know, I'm not really embarrassed about it. it doesn't, uh, but this was just one that wasn't on my radar at all. Uh, but it sold. <laughs> all right, guys, guess how much? I'm going to say it sold for 17000 Nipple clamps. What are nipple clamps? <laughs> I actually, I mean, I can imagine what they are, but I'm not, you know, I'm not it's like, Come on. It's like a sex you toy? You all know what they are. It's a sex toy? I, mean, I imagine. Like, like, if you are like, if you yeah, went to somebody, you're like, I need a jump for my car, and they put the thing on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The That's what I'm picturing. It's right there. It's just Okay, there so is jumper, no jumper cables yes, for I know more about jumper cables than the three jumper <laughs> cables for your sex life. Oh. <laughs> Nippleclamps.com. I'm also a branding specialist. Yeah, telemedicine <laughs> is not the only industry doing very well during quarantine. <laughs> okay, I'll say 20K. No, okay, so I didn't do that well. I mean, uh, if I had done that well, I would have I would have put it first. Um, so we sold it for $4,200, uh, which I literally just didn't even think was serious. Um, when I got the inquiry, it was on Afternick and I, I didn't even think it was serious and it was Friday afternoon. Uh, and it literally was 420 and I was taking in 420 activities. And uh, I priced it at 420, uh, 4,200. And they just clicked buy it now and that's it, they took it. Done, sold, bought it for 50 bucks uh, a while ago. Long time ago. Uh, so yeah, I was pretty happy. That was a 
nipclamps.com for 200 bucks. I don't know. What do you think? Undersold? No. Well, you guessed 12, he guessed 20. No, I mean, but I only guessed 12. I mean, I only guessed that because it was you. If it was somebody else, I would have guessed in the range that I thought it would have sold for. And I buy sometimes names like that too, just because it's like, you never know when you might want to use that email address for something funny. And so for 50 bucks, it's totally, yeah. it just even just to tell people you own it is worth 50. Totally. I buy names just I because too. I think it'll be a funny email address all yeah, the I time. do too. Too often, that, actually. So, yeah, I only guessed that high because it was you. I just yeah. didn't think you'd ever report anything that, you know, in regular person world. <laughs> like where I live. No, I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, what, what's the word? I'm not an elitist domainer. I don't mind. No, not, no not at all. I agree. You're not totally not. Well, congratulations. Uh, That's a great sale. What did you do over the weekend to celebrate? <laughs> well, I will say that will probably shock many people is uh, I actually broke uh, quarantining and social distancing for the first time since uh, February 4th. Uh, so that was a long run. I, that was uh, almost four months. So, um, uh, five months, four months, something like that. So, uh, yeah, that's it. We, but we had we had uh, some folks over, a couple over for uh, dinner, and uh, swimming in the pool. They've got a son, same as my son's age. Actually, they're best friends, so it was good. That's really. And the weather's beautiful right now. That's really good. Good for you. Hey, I'm checking. Uh, no answer from Shane yet. I know we could Google it, but it's way more fun to hear from Shane. Uh, also, by the way, we do own two .ai domains. Do you want me to say what they are? Sure. Fix.ai and Meg, oh, yeah. the girl's name, Meg.ai. Yeah, Meg.ai, I only bought that one because I happened to notice it when it expired on Park.io, and we own it Meg.com, so I said, all right, I'm gonna buy this now. Oh, yeah. I own some good ones. I've sold, I only own like 10 or 12 and I've sold two or three for good prices. That's a good percentage. Yeah, no, I, but they're impossible to get good one word ones now. Just like, I mean, it's like anything else. Yeah. Hmm. All right, guys. Uh, congrats on your sales. Uh, uh, let's take a second. I'll tell you about our advertisers for today's show who support us in our mission to educate folks in the domain industry. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y. FT.com. So uh, time for the marketplace list. This segment is brought to you by Namejet.com. Uh, so we're reviewing domain names heading to auction soon. Uh, you do have to look at them now because if you don't, um, you can't see them later. Uh, so, Mike, you're up first. What stands out to you on this list? Can I just circle back to Mark's question real quick? Because I, I literally just pulled up our list. To, I, was, I was like, I know there's other names that would be on that list of like names I really don't want to sell. Uh, and probably... Other than Drew.com, number one would be shaman.com. 
Uh, shaman.com is a name I really have no intention to ever sell that domain name. And I have some, some a, a business that I want to build on that. Um, and then probably, um, I think the only other one is, is Swan, swan.com. I would sell it, uh, but I probably price that higher than most people would ever pay. What about you, Mark? Your super long holds. Oh, ones yeah, that I do long. not would not want to sell. Well, yeah. I'm through. I mean, you know, I'd sell it. everything. I mean, MarkLevine.com. I would sell. You know. I would. <laughs> <laughs> so I would totally sell AndrewRoser.com, but I, I'm not sure about Drew.com. Um, I mean, I don't have any good one-word ones anymore. I mean, those when I sold my publishing company, most of those went, and Drew sold my last one a year after that. So. I don't own any of those anymore, but I own wholestory.com, which I've gotten tons of offers on. Whole Foods uses it. It's been a contender for, it was a contender for the name of my new company when we were doing it. Um, it's super versatile. Uh, it's, it's, no, it doesn't have a huge price on it by, you know, someone says here's 25 or 30 or, you know, they get it. Publiceye.com, again, mm -hmm. I still awesome. own. Drew was the, that was the first time I ever talked to Drew was about, we, I, we talked about something else, but then I told him I bought it and he was like, oh, you only paid that much? That was a great buy. And I was like, oh, you know, I felt, that was probably like eight <laughs> years ago we talked on that. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, a long that, time ago. I still, I still think that's it's a great, great name. More, now more than ever with like now. ubiquitous, uh, with ubiquitous uh, public surveillance. I mean, public eye is like almost and, scary domain. It's like, oh, you know. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I built out a few other sites. I own some trademarks on it. So it's a, it's a valuable little piece of, at one time we, we were going to use that as something for my publishing company for a PR site. And then we ended up, the name was too good. So we just called it public eye, something else. And, um, and I own a few, I own a few, I mean, I have to go look at my list, but I'm on my surface pro and it's too small. To talk to you guys and to look at my list yeah with 53 gauge, year old eyes you know mark how do you gauge when um a domain is too good for a new venture for a brand um well in this case you know i own tons of great publishing related names and so for the venture we the venture we have now is drop cap and if you know what a drop cap is, is the big letter, the first letter in a paragraph when you read a, a, you know, it's in a lot of books, you know, it's a typesetting thing. And I only knew what it was from being in publishing, but there were a lot of publishing startups that were using pronoun.com, all those kind of names were being used. And so when I saw that at auction a couple of, uh, maybe two years ago, I knew I was gonna own it. And I knew that some publishing tech company was gonna buy that from me someday and I was, you know, I was going to set it at 10, 15 grand and I would just wait because I loved the name. But then when we started, I loved it so much and it's so versatile and for, you know, it just was a natural fit. And so I wanted, I was hoping my partners would pick them. And I, and I just actually threw it in as part of it because I wanted to use the name myself and this was the best use, but whole, I submitted my partners a list of a bunch of names that I owned that I was willing to put in. So whole story was like, if you guys love it, we can work something out. But the reason it didn't work was because 
story is too much related to fiction. So a lot of the books and a lot of the rights that we do for publishers are nonfiction kids. I mean, they are kids books, but it, it wasn't, it was too narrow, we thought. So that's why it didn't make it. But, um, you know, again, in this case, I want, I love drop cap. I envision my own company as the buyer, even though I bought it before we even ever had the idea. And so that's, you know, that's why, but. How do you price domains when you're your own buyer with your partner? When what? When you are, you're saying like, you imagine your company as the ideal buyer and you did that here. How do you work out the pricing for that? Oh, well, at the time we didn't, this company idea didn't even exist when I bought the name. I just thought like, I'm going right. to sell it to a company and I imagine some, somebody doing, you know, something in the publishing tech space. Um, so in this case, it was just, I only bought it for $600 and so I thought, I loved it so much and I thought it would be great for us. And so if in some case like that with a name that I pay kind of that price for and I want to use it, I'm just putting it in as part of my contribution. I, so is it a line item financially or not? Not in this case. I just kind of bundled it in into what my entire contribution in because just because I want to use it so much. And, I, I, you know, it's a weird thing. Like if you're when you're in with your partners, I don't. I'm not trying to profit off names that I bought, but I own great names for stuff that we're going to be doing. So it, like if they would have wanted a name like whole story or something else, then we would have said, okay, you know, the company owes me X amount of dollars. And if, you know, the company doesn't work or, you know, I, you know, something like that where I would, it would either pay me or I would have a, you know, some kind of a, not a lean against it, but, you know, where I would have some, I would, I would have some security interest in it until it got paid or something like that. But, you know, I, you can't really charge your partners in a startup a big, you know, it, it's too weird. It's, it's, so it's a line that I always draw. I, but I had good names and I was like, you know, we're not going to find better names than this for in the budget that we have. So, and we wouldn't have paid 15, you know, we didn't have 15 grand at the beginning of this to spend you know, we'd raise some friends and family money, but I mean, you can't say, Hey, friends and family put money in and then we're going to take your money and use it to buy my domain. Yeah. No, that is not, that's not, that's not cool. <laughs> no, but I didn't know if it was like a percent, an ownership percentage or something, you know, but this makes sense. And especially, I think this is great because Mark, you know, uh, there aren't many serial entrepreneurs like you who also understand domains well. And I think that it's good to, sorry for my dog. Um, um, I think it's good to, um, just to hear how you do oh, it. So it is, to, be, to be in a certain, to be in a certain industry and be one of the only domainers who's also in that industry allows me, I mean, you know, I've owned some of the greatest publishing names. I mean, it's, I've used them. Uh, you know, I bought bookprinting.com in 2012 and we had a book printing, you know, we had like a, you know, just a book printing site where we just took the stuff and farmed out the work. And we, we were calling it book printing revolution. And the minute I got book printing and put it on there, I mean, the traffic went up, we were able to cut the ads. 
I mean, it was, it's so much authority. You know, if you're searching and you see, you know, jacksbookprinting.com or bookprinting.com and, you know, people's books, they take that seriously. You know, they're not just giving the book to anyone to touch, to, you know, to print, to, you know, whatever. So, you know, it's, it's a huge advantage. And I have a lot of that space and a lot of those keywords to myself. And I've been to these international book fairs. I've already seen four companies where I, I walk in by their booth and I'm like, you know, that name looks familiar. I'm pretty sure I sold it to you. And I look it up and, That's so, you know, cool. it just gives me a good feel for, you know, just it's my wheelhouse. That's really cool. Yeah, good feel. Uh, nice. Yeah, that, that uh, one time my wife sent me a link like, there's some article about raising kids and it was mother.ly motherly. And I was like, and I was like, Oh, that we sold that on park that I, yeah, it's amazing. I was, can I just tell this one story? This is an amazing story. Well, I think it's amazing. I was in New York visiting my nephew goes to NYU. And I was like, you know, I'll take you anywhere you want to eat. Like take me to your favorite place. He's like, I love, you know, there's this pho place I love. And so we went there and it was called pho bar, F-P-H-O-B-A-R. And I, yeah. I walked in, I was like, I sold you your name. <laughs> and I took That's a picture good. with the guy and, you know, I showed yeah. him the email. I talked, you know, we had gone back and forth, you know, it's exciting. I love it. It's the best. Yeah, yeah it is. That's really super cool. cool. You know, there is um, a pho place right down the street from me. Um, unfortunately, I don't know why they just went out of business, but their name is the Pho King Kitchen. No joke. <laughs> nice. <laughs> anyway, nice. Um, what are we here to do? We're talking about name jack. I, I, I bought Pho.com on, on, uh, 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 DN Forum, you know, 10 years ago. And then, um, and then the guy backed out. I don't remember who owned it. And then they backed out. And then it was a fight. And then I don't know. I, I didn't end up with the name. I remember that. And then it. And then I think it sold on uh, Fido. You guys remember Fido? Fido was just didn't, didn't last long. I think it's still active. It's still live. I don't, I oh, it we're rabbit holing. Rabbit holing. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Maybe, what's yeah, happening? Who are you talking to? Uh, Mike, Mike, Mike Carson. Look at this. Yeah. Bido is still live though. Like I, I haven't heard the name Bido for like really like a decade, but it's still live. There's like auctions here with buy it now names. Hand sanitizer, 24, $49. Buy it now. I wonder if that's real. <laughs> so Maybe yeah. Okay. Okay. Mike, so, I'm yeah. on you. <laughs> I think these are, yeah, I mean, all, all, a lot of, I mean, maybe all these names are, I like, they, you know, uh, I mean, like online.university, strippergram. I mean, that seems like a good one. Um, my.domains. I mean, these are all, I, the, the, I mean, I like these new GTLDs, but like the question is like, how much does it cost to renew and stuff like that? So you'd have to look into that. Um, but yeah, like, uh, fake news, another one, I guess. Yeah. Like a lot of these, these, uh, new GTLDs look good to me and I don't usually like them, but I think, 
um, because I've been looking at more uh, um, TLDs than, well, I'll get into it later when we talk about handshake, <laughs> but, but like some of these, these other names are looking good. Um, but yeah, like InDesign, I think that's a really good brand for like a design company, something like that. Uh, Mike, big. what do you think is a reasonable price for some of these, like online.university, fake.news? Um, what, what do you think in terms of pricing? Well, that, yeah, it depends on, I mean, if it's a regular, you know, if the domain and costs these, less. These are regular renewals, I'm not sure. I mean, so these are registry reserve domains um, that Namejet is auctioning. Um, but hmm. I believe they're regular renewal prices. I'm not sure, but. So like under a hundred dollars a year, something like that. Okay. Well, if it's like that, yeah. Online university. Uh, I mean, I, yes, I, I don't, I, I mean, would I, what would I buy it for? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not really buying things like that now, but I guess, I, I mean, if you could get it under, uh, yeah, a couple thousand I think would be good. Or yeah, like fake that news. I mean, fake that news. If you that seems like a really good one. If you could get it under ten thousand, maybe. Um, but yeah, for InDesign. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I just I feel like I'm not a good person to ask because I'm not. I haven't been looking at like the cost of like these domains lately. But like for me personally, if I to buy InDesign, I would pay. I would pay five. K for it. I'd pay 5k or less probably for that or um so yeah I don't know okay Ho hopefully that helps somebody <laughs> yeah all right uh what else anything else jump out to you there that you want to talk about um I know a guy is a good one uh you know that's a good for like a recommendation or like yeah, like a handy man type of thing, maybe service, something like that. Um, so uh, I like that one. Big baby. I don't know what that would be used for. Um, plus size toddlers clothing might be a good one for that. I don't think <laughs> parents would feel too good about that. Plus size toddlers. Yeah, you're like. <laughs> <laughs> If I didn't know you had kids, I'd be like, yeah, it's, he doesn't yeah. have kids. Oh, you're like, where'd you get your kid's outfit? Oh, bigbaby.com? <laughs> I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Mike, I think you should just, I'll, I'll buy park.io for a dollar. You can go watch Big Baby. And, uh, you're going to corner the market on plus size toddler clothing. Uh, yeah, st stay in your wheelhouse, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah. I do like Big Baby, but just not for plus size topic clothing. That for one of your emails, or you know, some I don't know, some shaming site or something. I mean, hopefully, <laughs> what 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 more? There's got to be something more. I, yeah, that would be like the that'd be like the one level down from assholes.com. Like, you know, oh God, we're back at that. You, you didn't quite make Vassals.com, but you did make the bigbaby.com. Hmm. All right. Um, Drew, you're up next. So, um, yeah, I mean, pretty, pretty, you know, pretty decent list. Um, I think 
Um, I, I really, I, I don't know why I really like, I know a guy, like I just, I, I just love that domain. I, I think it's just an amazing brand. It immediately makes you kind of laugh inside. It's like, I know a guy, you know, like I, maybe it's only because I grew up in Rhode Island, um, which is like the mafia capital of the world. It's like, I know a guy, um, handyman services wasn't what immediately came to my mind, but, um, I, I love that name. Like, I really, really like it. Uh, um, I don't know. I kind of like, man, I don't know. Pools.org, you know, I like that name because it's got huge search volume. But, you know, like, my first company, our main, the, the biggest job that we did. So I launched a, a software business when I was in college and I had like the dean of my school on, on my payroll and uh, he was doing all the programming and we were building like blue collar, you know, this is like the dawn of the consumer internet, right? So this, we were still doing like um, uh, virtual basic databases and we were building like, you know, fairly basic software for like, blue collar businesses, like they're a landscaping company and a big pool servicing company and uh, all in like Eastern Long Island. And um, uh, yeah, I mean, I just picture him like, like he services all of the pools from all of the insanely wealthy people and their enormous homes on Eastern Long Island. They're the largest pool service company in Long Island. And I can tell you that if I called him up right now and was like, yo, pools.com is on, or pools.org is on, you know, auction right now. He'd be like, well, I might take it for a grand. And beyond that, I think he'd probably shake his head. I could be wrong, um, but it has enormous search. So, uh, I'm not sure it's an industry I'd want to sell it to because I think you're going to run into that small business mentality. Um, but it's definitely, you know, in theory, like one of the most valuable names here, but I think it won't, I think they'll have a hard time achieving that though. Um, I really like biosafety because that's just a hot topic right now. And, you know, that's a whole, it's a whole industry. Biosafety is an entire industry, uh, may or may not be in the phone book, but it's definitely a solid name with a ton of different end users. Um, you know, I, I feel like we've talked about these new GTLDs. Am I crazy? No, we did, right? We have, yeah, but we I, have, right? Yeah, but um, I figured these guys uh, with their, you know, they're more interested in different. Uh, GTLD, uh, yeah. you know, different extensions. You're the .com guy, so mm -hmm. that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like online.university right now. I mean, there's one thing that we certainly know for sure, more and more people are going to be doing online university. <laughs> um, whether or not, you know, it's going to be branded or it's going to be generic like this, whether or not new GTLDs are going to be, you know, continue, you know, you, but, but whether they're going to thrive or not uh, is all yet to be determined. But there definitely will be more online university university students. 
and uh, you know, at the right price, that's probably a great kickoff. Um, yeah, I'll leave it at that. I, I really like BigBaby.com too. I think BigBaby is a great brand. I don't know what it's for. Um, uh, you know, but uh, I think, God, I used to be such a big sports fanatic. I, I feel like we had a player on the Red Sox who was called Big Baby. Am I crazy? I think you mean Big Poppy. Uh, big Pop, yeah, Big Pop. No, for sure. Big Poppy, I don't forget. But didn't we also have a Big Baby? No, but actually, I love it for sports in general. A fan site, a shit-talking site. It's great for sports. Yeah. Sports betting on BigBaby.com. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, or nipple clamps. I love, <laughs> I mean, for $50, I, I would have bought that all day long. <laughs> oh no, Glenn Davis. Glenn Davis, that's right. How can I forget that? Glenn Davis was Big Baby. That's right. That's right. I don't know who Glenn Davis ba is. Basketball player, NBA. I knew it, 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 I recognized it, but I couldn't place it. But yeah, Glenn Davis, who, you know, amazing basketball player, uh, used to be a Celtic. Uh, uh, Back, I think when I when I when I worked for the Celtics. Uh, let's see, when did this guy play? Okay, um, you're up, Mark. Okay, one InDesign. Again, I don't know this from being in publishing. It's Adobe's design software, and so I think anyone who buys this would be out of their mind. They will be sued in one second after they own it. I mean. InDesign? InDesign is Adobe's design software that every person who designs magazines, books, I mean, you know, we had probably six licenses just in my office for it. I mean, <laughs> they had a trademark for 20 years. It's only referred to as InDesign. Uh, and I love design names. I buy a number of them. And, you know, on the surface, it's an amazing, I love it. I would for sure buy it if I didn't know, but I don't think it's a survivable UDRP or trademark name. Um, I do like Big Baby, I like also, and I looked up, um, it's interesting, it's taken in 40 extensions, and there's seven registered trademarks for clothing line. I can't remember all of them, but, so I thought, you know, that's a pretty versatile name, and, you know, that one is, there's probably one of these ones with the trademark who might buy it, and it's so versatile, you probably you know, I don't think you would have much fear there. I like that. I also like social team. Uh, I just think that that, again, has a lot of use, very broad, sounds good, flows off the tongue good. Um, and then I do, Tripcast is a cool name. There is a .co that has an app. So that could be a little problematic. And I do think, and like Thai Travel, I think like those names are going to be severely discounted now. And you can probably, you can probably get, build a great travel portfolio. And in another three, four years, you know, you're going to, you're going to have an, you're going to have some great names. Um, and I like Cellstar. Because I thought that gate you have for skincare, for um, you know, kind of you know, health coachy kind of stuff, um, could be related to cell phones. 
again, I think things with the word star, you know, have, that's a good keyword. So those were my, uh, those were my favorites in there. Nice. Do you have any prices you want to throw out? What you would pay for it? What you would recommend for it? You know, I, I, it's, you know, it's hard to know because unless I was really researching whether I was going to buy one of these names, my process of going through the research would help determine how much I would pay in an auction. So, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, for social team, I might pay, you know, for me at wholesale, I wouldn't pay more than a thousand dollars. I, you know, I don't think there's a lot of people willing to give you 20 grand for that name or 15 grand. Um, there is a org in Argentina that has a, about a hundred employees that uses it for some kind of social. I, I actually, I could not, I tried to understand what they were saying and it, it wasn't in their English version of their site also. And I, you know, like some of these social media companies, you can't really understand what it is they do. It's just buzzwords yeah. strung together. Yeah. But I, you know, for a thousand, I would probably buy it because they're a potential buyer. And they, you know, they're based on what their site looked like and, you know, they, they could be one and plus it's so versatile. Um, but I, you know, once I'm getting above, you know, once I'm getting above 500, I'm, I'm spending a lot of time to figure out how long I want to carry something and what I think they're, although I've been doing pretty well, all the names I've paid for over that amount, I've had, I have a pretty high percentage of selling. Um, but you know, that's. I have a theory on that, by the way. On what? So, because I, I thought, I thought of this by looking at my own portfolio because the names that I paid super low prices where I was like, why, how did I get that for $69? I they never sold. They did never sold. They sit there they don't get inquiries they never sold. And then the names I overpay on, I end up selling in very short time frames, like, and it's very, very, very consistently that way. And um, basically, what it comes down to is that if you're on the fence about something, or you're going to spend, you get slightly outside of your comfort zone on a name, you're going to give it a second look. You're going to do a little more due diligence. You're going to think about it a little extra hard, and uh, you just make a better filter. You make a better filter uh, on, you know, on your investment. So oh, yeah, I, if it's too easy, uh, there's a reason usually. Good insight. All right, uh, should we wrap it up or anything else on Namejet? We're good. All right, uh, so let's take a break real quick um, and uh, hear from our advertisers who support us in our educational mission. FD was built by domain investors to increase your inquiries, sales, and profit. Forget spreadsheets and archived emails. Manage your entire investment portfolio in one place using a secure and completely confidential platform. Learn more at FT.com. That's E-F-T-Y, FT.com. So time for the third segment here, guys. Um, this one, we're changing it up. You guys are so startup VC world. 
I thought it'd be interesting to talk about that a little bit. And then when we started getting on this call, it sounded like there was a lot going on in your background. So I'm not quite sure how to direct this, but let's just kind of freeform it and see. Uh, Drew, you're up first. What's happening? Do you, I don't know if you want to talk about, uh, no, just go, Drew. <laughs> Uh, I don't, okay, I don't know. Uh, what's happening? Uh, I mean, I, I went on a diatribe on the last time in Sherbrooke, so I won't do that. No, what's happening in um, the, the tech, tech innovation, startup world, VC world, uh, particularly, you know, because there, there is somewhat of a tipping point. There's a lot of, you know, um, consumers adjusting to new behavior, businesses seeing they need to see new behavior. So what are you seeing on, on that end? Uh, well, um, you know, I mean, I, I think as we alluded to at the beginning of the show, May has been a great month. Uh, we are even seeing some of the larger names starting to get more traction and, and we closed uh, quite a number of them. Um, uh, I don't think I can infer much more than that, um, you know, beyond what I've written on Day in Journal this week and what I said in the last Coming Chirp show, I'm not sure I have a lot to add beyond that at this point, but um, I'll, I know what Mike's gonna say, and I wanna talk about, I wanna talk to Mike about that. So, so I'm gonna, what do they say? What do they say in Congress? I'm gonna- I'm gonna yield my time. I'm gonna yield my time to the good gentleman from Illinois. All right, he's not from Illinois, but- <laughs> well, don't, don't you live in Illinois? Where are you? We moved to Jersey. You're in Jersey. You're in dirty Jersey. Nobody's a good gentleman. Nobody in Jersey is a good gentleman. So I'll just give it to this guy. I'm from Ohio. I'm from the Midwest, and I lived in I I lived in the Twin Cities where where uh, Mark is. But wait, is is it my turn? Well, Drew just said it is. Or it could be Mark. Or it could be Mark, who is a gentleman and lives in Minneapolis. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I am dying to talk about this thing. I I've been I've been wanting to talk about this for a while, uh, but I have I have been like in like uh, you know trying to keep it low profile. Um, but now I'm going to start talking about it a lot more. Um, and actually, I was uh, so there's this. You're like my wife. You start talking about things before you get to the point, so we know what you're talking about. I'm building it up. I'm building it all up. Building the excitement. You got to give us a thread to pull on before you go on your diatribe. This is going to change domaining forever. I believe it. Okay, that's okay. Now, now I can build it up a little more. You know, wait for it. Wait for it. But uh, so I I had heard about Handshake, handshake handshake.org. If you want to go to the, it's this project, it's a blockchain project. It's a it's basically DNS on a blockchain. And I had heard about it a while ago, like a a uh, year or two ago on Hacker News. And, you know, it was interesting, but I kind of just, uh, I'd heard of some other similar things like ENS and uh, some other things. So I just kind of forgot about it. But when I was at NamesCon, I met a guy there, um, Keishan from, he's the CEO of namebase.io. And I talked to him a lot about it. And I realized that it was built in a very smart way. And one of the guys who, uh, created it is who designed the lightning network on Bitcoin. But um, it's a really, it's built in a really smart way. And I think it has a 
ton of potential. And the more, the more I dig into it, the more excited I get about it. And uh, so, yeah, we, uh, so we're, we're going to be launching at gateway.io um, a, 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 a project that will be live on Thursday or Friday. And so anyway, what Handshake does is it's, so right now the root zone of the internet, the root zone of the, the d domain name system is like, I, I don't know, it's like seven servers or something. It's managed by ICANN, okay? And so this is like .com, .org, you know, when, when they're looked up in the DNS, you know, it goes to these root zones. So Handshake is, uh, it's replacing those root zones with a with a blockchain, so it's decentralized and um, it opens up. Well, it's it's really interesting. It, it makes, uh, in my opinion, it makes things more secure. It makes more decentralized. It opens up freedom, innovation, and stuff. So one one thing that domainers can think about it though is that it opens up the TLD space where anybody can get a TLD. So, um, so yeah. There's a lot to talk about, and I'm probably jumping back and forth. But if you want to go to it, so so there's a lot of different handshake domains. Like you could, we got .txt. We're going to launch that on Gateway.io, where you can buy .txt domains. Now, in order to go to a .txt domain, you can't just go to it right now because it's using the legacy <laughs> internet root servers. So you would need a resolver. You need to change a setting on your computer, which makes it kind of hard. At, you know, it's kind of difficult to do that, but. Um, but eventually the idea is, is that it will become easier and easier. But the cool thing is, is once you make that change, you still can view the whole internet as this, you know, everything works as it does now, .com, everything works, but you also get these new TLDs like .txt and, and anybody can register new TLDs. Uh, um, and uh, they're a lot cheaper. You know, it's almost like buying a .com, like buying a .com now. You can, it's just anybody can get a TLD. And so it, it opens up a whole, like, it opens up, yeah, the whole TLD space. So is that the would, I'm, I'm suspecting that's not the primary purpose, um, the, even yeah, though you're geeking out on it. <laughs> the primary purpose is, um, you know, I think the primary purpose is security and uh, decentralization. Like right now, do you really own, like, do, Drew, do you own Pegasus.com? You know, you, you don't, you're mm -hmm. renting it. You know, like who can take it away at any time? The registry can take it away just like that or a registrar can take it away, you know? So like it's, um, and that does happen to, in some cases to some businesses, they just get it, their domain taken away and it ruins their business. Um, so with with this, you know, if you it's own- It's a slippery team, slope though. It's a slippery, it's a very tricky issue very tricky issue that that you have a lot of smart people that are really good at engineering but not good at thinking through the social contracts that exist in these systems and you know I, I since you and i spoke about this last week and i'm gonna let you continue i just want to talk about this one point um i'm not sure that a fully decentralized immutable DNS is necessarily a good thing. Even though I am a complete free market libertarian capitalist, I do believe that there does have to be, you know, uh, uh, a kill switch. You know, there's got to be like somebody's selling child porn on a on a dot whatever, right? That that is. Nobody can take that domain away. Nobody can shut it down. 
They've got it hosted on a server they own. Uh, uh, that's a problem. Like, we really can't let that happen. So that's that's where I, you know, and then I, coming back to this contrarian, contrarian thing, I, you know, and then I come back on the same note and I think, well, isn't that kind of also the same argument for Bitcoin, right? Well, we have to be able to stop some of those transactions. We can't have people sending money to terrorists. And, and I don't necessarily agree with that sentiment. I'm not that people should send money to terrorists. That's clearly not good. Uh, but that somebody should be able to tell me where I can send my money. But sending my money to somebody the government doesn't approve of is, is a victimless crime. Um, selling things or posting things on the internet that are harmful to other people is... Uh, well, they know. could still be... Pro I mean, they could still be prosecuted. You could, like, the government... No, because you have no way of identifying who it is, right? And you have no way of taking it down, even if you do identify who it is. Um, yeah. Well, right? yeah. I mean, I guess my... My viewpoint, it's kind of like an argument. I mean, it's like the F, you know, like the FDA or something. Are they saving, you know, people say they, people say they are saving a lot of lives because they go through all this rigorous testing process. And then other people are saying they are, you know, getting it. They're actually not. The most corrupt organization in the face of the planet. Yeah. <laughs> they're doing a I'll, lot I'll more harm. I'll go because... that way. I'll go that way. <laughs> so, so anyway, I think it's a tool. This tool is going to, I mean, I've looked at, you know, I, I, um, you know, a lot of people are not going to get it. A lot of people are not going to think it's valuable. It's just like Bitcoin. You know, a lot of people are, they're going to, it's, but I, I feel like this, this is the future and people should, I'm just, you know, people listening, mm -hmm. like I, this is going to change things up. This, this, you know, a deep, domain names are digital assets. And I think on a, being on a blockchain makes so much more sense for a digital asset because, um, you know, you can just, you can, it's programmable, you know, you can program, like you, the, all, all the stuff about it can be completely programmed, uh, you know, and automatic and. Um, well, hold on, tell me why that can't be done now on the existing DNS. It's fully programmatic. Well, like escrow, like a, 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 a transact, an escrow transaction that could be, uh, you know. Fully possible, you just, it requires existing players trust. It to is, it, it play the game. It requires trust in like a registrar also and a registry. Mm, doesn't necessarily require trust. It just requires uh, players to play the game. So if, if um, I mean, if you have two registrars that say we will create, right, like, isn't that, in essence, that's what um, you know. The fast transfer services go there, right? Um, if you sell a domain through Optinet, they have the ability to do fast transfer and auto pull it in the same moment that that sale goes through. They can just oh, payment goes through. That domain comes out your account. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to unlock it. That domain is fully locked in your account, and then it's suddenly just gone out of your account because okay. the players opted in. So as long as they opt in. They say, okay, we will allow this. You can program, programmatically do escrow on the existing DNS. Can be done, but you need 
the, the trees. It's not fully automated. It's not like completely fully automated. Like with Bitcoin, if I sit like with a with if domains were a digital asset and I send Bitcoin, the domain comes. There's no question the domain is gonna come. Like I send payment, the domain's gonna come to me. There's no question at all. But like with the existing system, I pay by credit card, I could do a chargeback, you know, like the domain. Who knows? You know, there's some there's like a lot of points of Well, but hold on, that's a problem on the payment side. That's not a problem on the DNS side. Well, even the DNS side too. I mean, like because the payment side, you could just say, "Well, as whatever marketplace or registrar, we're only going to accept Bitcoin, so there was no chargebacks, right?" So that's a payment problem. That's not relevant to the to the, the problem addressed by mainbase. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm giving you a hard time because I, I think it is an important topic, and I want to flush it out. Um, and you're the guy I want to flush it out with. So I'm only I'm just playing devil's advocate. I give you a hard time. I'm, I'm pushing on the, you know, the cracks that I see. Yeah, but I, that's not a valid point because uh, that's that's payments are totally ancillary to that. It's not the escrow thing. You know, you, you know better than I do uh, because you literally do this. But I would say, um, I believe it is fully possible with the existing technology to create fully automated escrow. Yeah, you can make it automated. However, the parties have to agree. Yeah, yeah. But I do think where Namebase has, um, yeah, continue, continue. Well, anyway, I think this is gonna shake things up. Like, I think, I really do believe that this is going to, when they open up, when, when this opens up, like it's going to make things like, first of all, that you have to change this setting on your computer. That's going to make things difficult. So it has to be 10 times better than the current system. Like it has to be 10 times better for people to be willing to do that. And once mm -hmm. enough people do that, then it'll be easier. So you won't even have to change a setting on your computer. Eventually like, this is going to happen over time, but I do believe it's 10 times better. I do believe it's at least 10 times better. And that there's gonna be some killer apps built on this. Like once you have your own TLD, you can build an app on the whole TLD. We're doing it right now. Like we're, we have dot alias. We're gonna launch dot alias in like a few weeks or like four or five weeks or something like that. But it's, it's gonna be a whole app built on a TLD. And what so, this, is what I, this is what I thought people should have done with the new TLDs. Like but see the I, problem, it blew my mind. Like, like yeah. that there was one that was so obvious the first attempt at this was the dot uh, dot name, was dot name that did like the, the it was like a Rolodex card. It, it was like there was a there was a whole app, so you couldn't just like buy a domain and do whatever you want with it. It was, it, it there was a there was a framework. So you, I think it was no, it wasn't dot name. It was. We'll see. Oh, come on. dot tell. It was dot tell. Dot tell. Yeah. Dot tel. Yeah. And and you literally had your own. It was like a Rolodex card. So you get, you know, it's, I had, uh, you know, Andrew.tel. Uh, my Andrew.tel could have my photo and have my, you know, it was all like programmatic. So like in my registrar account, I didn't have to create a, I didn't have to create a, a website. It was all an app. It was a built-in application to the .tel registry, but it just never got traction. I actually thought that was a very valuable use of a new TLD to build an app into the TLD that is ubiquitous for all domains registered on that TLD 
And sure, it presents constraints, but if you don't want those constraints, go get another TLD. Like, um, and I thought that was like great. Like I can have andrew.tell and you can go there and click on my Skype and it'll Skype me. You can click on my phone number and it'll call me. You can click on my email address and it'll email me. Like, and I don't have to go build a website. I don't have to pay for hosting. I just pay my renewal fee for this domain and in my registrar account, I can literally go in there. And then I thought about it that like, oh wait, when I move, I can just go up, I should be able to just go update my .tel and then that like auto broadcast to the post office and all my services and blah, 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 right? Like when they watch .tel, these are the things that were going through my mind. I thought, wow, that's a great idea. Never went anywhere. And I yeah, think I they even eventually, they killed it. I think they killed the, the, the whole app part of it. And now anybody, yeah, it's probably just another spam address now. Yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, .tel had to. I, I, I apologize, .tel, if you're still a legitimate entity, but uh, I, you know, uh, hardly knew you. So, um, <laughs> so Mike, uh, I want to hear two things. What's done? Well, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. My point is that it's that's been done, and I agree, it's a very valuable use case, and maybe .tel is just too early, but what makes dot alias better than dot tell. Well, I, I, I hope it's going to be good. I mean, we'll see. But I, the reason I think that this is better is because the innovation that's going to come because right now to get a D TLD, you have to pay $185,000 non-refundable application fee plus whatever other fees. Like you got to do all that and you got to fill out all this paperwork. You got to do all this crap. So like, what kind of innovation can you do? It limits, it really limits the innovation that's going to be done on TLD. It's like way, way limited. It takes so long to get a TLD. So now when everybody can register a TLD, just as they can register a, a .com, the innovation around them is going to explode, I think. And that will create some that make it so that people will go in and change the setting because it'll be so compelling to go to use these TLDs. I mean, .alias, I don't know if it's going to be great. It's just an idea I had. It's like, dot alias what it's going to do is um like you know bitly a url shortener you can uh you know you type in a you, you type in your url and it gives you bit.ly slash key mm -hmm. well this is going to be you type in a url and it gives you key dot alias and uh it'll just that'll be free that'll be a free domain you get um that'll last like a week or whatever but you can upgrade you can pay like i don't know fifty dollars for a year and you can get like pizza dot alias and then you can, that will all redirect to like pizzahut.com or whatever. And so it c combines like bit.ly plus domain registration, but I don't even want it just to limit it to URL aliases. Like I want you to be able to like, um, be able to do a bit, Bitcoin address pay. Like you could pay to drew.alias or mark.alias you could send payment to. And so I want it to be like a general it could purpose. It could be like a Bitcoin that. mixer. Yeah, so it's like a general purpose aliasing service built on. Yeah, I like that. Send it to bitcoin.alias and then, you know, you don't need to know the address that it's actually going to, the actual public key. Yeah, but you can, and the cool thing is, yeah, you can, you can check it all out in the TXT records of the domain. So you, before you click on a link like a drew.alias, if you're, you know, if you want to see where it's going, you can look at the TXT for, and you could see exactly where it's going before you Who's click gonna, it. Can you blind that? Can you, can you, you should, you should offer like a, 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 a TXT blind, like privacy. <laughs> Maybe. And then it blinds the, 
you know, $99 will blind your, you know, the, the actual, you know, beneficiary address. Maybe. You have so. a lot up your sleeve, Mike. Um, how do you find time for all of that? Well, yeah, that actually it's, uh, you know, so I brought on a partner to, for park.io like a year ago, Steve and uh, Steve Webb, and he is really doing a great job. I mean, I couldn't be more happy with, uh, and he's helping out so much. So that's why. Is Steve uh, in Texas? Yeah. Oh man, I know his David, his father, his father David is an amazing guy. I don't know, I've spoken to Steve a couple times. Oh. Really? But his father is, is an amazing guy. Uh, of course, I think he's got some serious health issues right now. Um, uh, I bought I bought a lot of domains from him, and I've sold some domains for him. He, he he's a great. I, I I'm assuming it's the same guy. If it is, uh, yeah. great guy, great family, good people. Yeah, yeah, he's helped he's helped out a ton. So um, so yeah, we've had more time for project. And yeah, another thing we're adding .co to park.io and .org, um, some other things. He he did a, he did a lot with that. I mean, he did all that. So um, so yeah. So park.io. What are the TLDs you can currently buy there at expired auction? Uh, there's a lot now. Um, or just about how many or something. Right now, well, there looks like there are like uh, 15 or so, but- right, And um, you're adding .co, .org, and what else did you say? .co, .org, what else? I think, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it is, but uh, yeah, the big one is .co. I know a lot of people have been asking for that, so that I'm excited about that. That's awesome, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, big movement. Uh, you wanna keep talking or? What is it? Are you going to yield the floor? Are you, yeah, I, I could go on and on and on. Maybe we should do another show about this sometime. But yeah, I'll yield to, to Mark. Yeah, I think well, we should do another show about it. Um, yeah. But anyway, all right, Mark. I, I, say, I will say, so hold on, before, before Mark jumps in, I just will say, I, I, Mark, Mike and I chatted about this briefly last week. And so I did spend some time going through. And, and I, I agree, I think it has legs. I think it's super interesting. I definitely see some holes that need answers, but they don't need answers today. I think you're right. I think it, it, it creates innovation around the right of the dot, which is something that is desperately needed. Um, and, you know, I mean, that's what Donuts was kind of all about, uh, especially Paul. Of course, Paul's not really there now. It's a different game, but, um, you know, they were really pushing for people to figure out what else can you do with these CLDs, right? It's, it's, cause it's not just about websites and email addresses, right? Like this, there's, you know, this is part of my thesis um, is that there is literally like, we haven't even scratched the surface of the utility value of these dominions um, and even more so a TLD. Um, and I think Amazon's got some really exciting stuff. They'll probably roll out. Uh, on some of their TLDs, uh, you know, I, I liked what Google, I think we talked about it on here once, that Google has dot new. And I thought they did something pretty clever where if you, you, you say like, you know, doc dot new, and it'll just bring you to a brand new Google doc, uh, like, a, like, a, like a Google Word doc type of thing. Uh, or spreadsheet, I think spreadsheet dot new, it'll bring you to a new, you know, give you a new open up, uh, you know, Google Sheets or whatever 
Um, and, you know, uh, and they opened up a program where you can apply for .new, but they won't just give it to anybody. You have to actually show, like, you know, it's a pretty in-depth application and say, okay, this is the idea. And it has to, when somebody enters that domain, it has to actually perform a web app action. So it actually has to trigger a performance. Um, uh, and so I, I think there's going to be some really cool use cases for that. Um, but anyway, so, so the point is just that I, I, I do agree with your sort of initial excitement about Namebase and, uh, and uh, Handshake. Um, but I also will say that the only reason I even give it a second thought is that they were very smart uh, to include the existing um, name infrastructure into their, uh, yeah. into their um, group, right? If they didn't include the, yeah. like block off the .coms and the .nets and the, you know, uh, it would have been a zero. And yeah. so the fact that they injected the, the, the root into their root uh, is critical. Um, I, I, I'm curious what they'll do though when the next round of new TLDs rolls out on the legacy route and then those TLDs are already taken on the name base route. Now you've got a serious conflict that will make one or the other non-viable. And then when that happens, then you've got a problem. So I'm not sure how they'll play that out. Um, although, yeah, I, I do have some thoughts, but I'm not going to go there now. Sorry, Mark. Well, I'm going to say as we flirt with uh, almost two complete hours on this show right now, I <laughs> doubt anyone is going to hear anything that I'm saying. So I'm probably just... You'd be shocked. You'd be shocked. I'm telling you, I get so much feedback from people. Everybody is so bored right now that oh, they'll even point. listen to you, Mark. Yeah. Well, good point. So <laughs> outside of my domain life, I have a lot of great stuff happening. My company, DropCap, manages foreign language rights for U.S. publishers, and we started two years ago, and we've grown quite, you know, we've been growing, you know, we used to manage about 800 titles. Now we're up to about 15,000 titles, and our whole strategy in doing it was that rights is a part of publishing that is really antiquated. They were mostly sold at international book fairs. Like for example, we, you know, we have a booth and the whole thing at the Frankfurt Book Fair, which has 7,500 exhibitors. You know how many, you know how much space you need for 7,500 exhibitors and how many pallets of books are sent? You know, we would send just in our booth alone, we had 500 books from our publishers. It, it's, and when people would come to buy rights, and this was regard, it could be at Simon and Schuster, they would come and say, I need a book, I need a kid's book about elephants. They pull out a, three, a binder like this and they're paging through. And, you know, obviously well, we had known about this in being in the publishing business. And this is a totally different slice of it and technology had never really touched it. And our background was in creating publishing software. So we partnered up with a literary agent combined her business, started a new one. And we foresaw a day when, right, when rights would not be sold so clunky. And we had started building this software that managed the rights, it pitched rights, 
Um, and our, all of our publishers who are in it are seeing, you know, huge increases in the amount of sales and, and, and selling rights is, is a, it's each transaction itself is not too big, a couple thousand dollars plus royalties, but you know, they're relatively small. So if you need to do them very expeditiously and move them through and it's free money for the publisher. So they love it. No, very few publishers publish a book thinking about, you know, I'm going to sell the rights to a Korean publisher and I'm yeah. going to make this. And what has happened with the coronavirus is all the major book fairs, of course, were immediately canceled. And so many people depended on those to sell rights. And all of a sudden, there we were as one of the, and it was a coincidence, you know, uh, again, I would rather not have the coronavirus and not be, and, you know, just being doing what we're doing without it. But that created an opportunity for us where all of a sudden we're kind of a way ahead of anyone else doing it. And that has sparked a lot of interest in what we're doing. And as soon as the book fair got canceled, I mean, I was, we were supposed to be in Bologna, Italy in April 5th. And as soon as that got canceled, we immediately created our own virtual book fair with all of our buyers who were oh, coming wow. to meet with us in the booth. And so, you know, people have heard about that. It has really helped us grow that way. It has spurred, you know, a lot of outside interest from people who, uh, and I think, Drew, you might have talked about this in that DN Journal article. I think it was you that was saying all the virus did was speed up things that were already happening. Yeah, 100%. And this is, a, this is an exact case, yeah. uh, you know, where I'm, we're living it right now, where we were doing something that was going to, in five years from now, nobody would believe. And that was, yeah. this wasn't that book yeah, fair that's what, go that's away. That's exactly what I said. It took five years, compressed it into like yeah. a couple of months. And so it's been, you know, very exciting. And I've spent, it, it's, you know, kind of hard to do. I've spent way less time domaining in the last two, three months because this has just been so intense. And uh, it's, you know, it's only so many hours in the day and so much creativity you can expend, you know, expend on, but it's, it's a really interesting time and it's, you know, it's exciting to be in. So that's my real big news that's happening. And it's, you know, it's great. And I hope it can continue and we're, you know, pretty excited about it. So that, that's and, awesome. and I just got to say, while we are on the show, I'm just about to sell a name to like one of the hot restaurant tours in Nashville, who we were talking right before the tornado took out Nashville, which was like a month before COVID. He was about to yeah. buy a name and his restaurant got destroyed by a tornado. And the next day he emailed me and said, he was starting a new restaurant and he's like, well, yeah, I can't do it. We're going through the rubble. And he just emailed me and said, you know, that restaurant's done between that and COVID. I, I'm starting a new, I'd like to buy the name. And it's a great, it's one of my, again, one of my favorite names. And I always, if it's a restaurant and I'm communicating, I always give them an affordable price with a gift certificate for myself. So I, when I go there, <laughs> you know, nice. I'm going to get a free meal. The name is punkwalk.com. Nice. Cool play. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, that just happened while, uh, you know, while we were on the show. So you're going to say a price or how? Oh, I, you know what? I, he just said, let's pick it up, but I can't remember. I'm going to guess it was probably a couple thousand. I mean, you know, startup restaurants are 
you know, they only have so much money they're going to They're not spending a ton of money. You know, it's yeah. 1500 to $2,000. grand. fun domain. I like but it. But it's a great, you know, I'm going to go there and I'm going to eat like a king someday when yeah. travel is back. So I'm pretty yeah. excited about that. So that's all I got. Awesome. Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. Now, I so I just want to make a comment that, um, you know, I, you gave that, you know, rightfully so, that, 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 that preclude to your, to, you know, to the excitement uh, by saying, you know, like, oh, I wish, you know, COVID wasn't here. And, and, and I see everybody doing that, right? And it's like, you know, obviously none of us wish COVID was here, but um, I really have a little bit of a problem with people that are like, I had somebody call me out on social media because I said something that was positive and they were like, you know, you don't need to gloat when everybody's, you know, losing jobs. And I was like, you know, whatever. I, I don't even get into what I said there. But the, the point was with your situation, it's like, I think we need to be highlighting the things that are positive. We need to be celebrating the people that have success. Because if everybody's just wallowing in their freaking misery, what I can tell you is that our misery is gonna be a lot worse than it is. So everybody needs to sort of just get off the damn high horse. Everybody needs to stop with their virtue signaling of every form and just like, you know, give a clap. Like, yeah, dude, you know, like this thing fell in your lap. It's gonna make your business fly. That was a genius idea. You were there at the right time. And you know, it's like, you weren't lucky. You were well prepared. You, you know, it was like, you know, I agree. And that's it. That's it. And so, well done. Well Thanks. done. I don't Thanks, think guys. there's any need to it. discount your success with, you know, oh, I'm so sorry that there's this COVID thing. Like, it goes without saying, we're all sorry. But I think it's great that uh, everybody on this show right now uh, is experiencing, uh, you know, some let's say outsized success in this environment. And I personally think that that's awesome. Agreed. Yeah. I think, you Agreed. know, it's important this time, like Mark, you said there are only so many hours for creativity. And the problem is in our normal world, um, we're busy with other things. And this is a real time to use for creativity, for restructuring, for trimming the fat. Um, you make what, you will of the situation you're in. And um, I think in particular with the growth that we're seeing right now and how that's been compacted, like Drew said, um, in this tech space or digitalization space, so to speak, um, there are gonna come, I think, some tremendous new innovations and, um, and I'm really excited for what each of you are um, working on and for what else we're going to see that comes out of this. Um, so on that note, um, thank you to each of you for being here. And uh, we'll see you all next time, okay? Yeah, thanks, Bye. guys. Thanks. Thank, you. thank you. Bye, guys. Thanks.